We are back for another Codex Cantina episode, which is just two guys talking literature, trying to make sense of it. Now, we spend a lot of time pushing ourselves, trying to understand this literature, organizing it, and then bringing it to a conversational approach for how we deliver it. And we've absolutely put more money in it than we've gotten out of it. So if you guys are considering supporting this channel, we'd appreciate you checking out our Patreon link at patreon.com slash the Codex Cantina, as well as Ko-Fi of ko-fi.com slash the Codex Cantina. It all helps us in running the show, along with commercials, guys. So thank you so much. We're going to do a quick commercial break, and then we'll get on with the rest of the episode. What does it mean to be strong, and what does it give you the right to do? The most dangerous game by Richard Connell coming up today. I'm dangerous. Oh, you got a theme song? I didn't know there was a theme song. (laughs) (laughs) Published in 1924. Interesting, also as the Hounds of Zeroth, interestingly enough. The Most Dangerous Game by Richard Connell. Interesting and very famous and influential work. Uh, I actually, I know this plot like the back of my hand, and I've never read this short story before. (laughs) Yeah, I know. As I'm reading this, I'm thinking, oh, I remember that movie. Oh, I remember that movie. I remember that Mm -hmm. movie. And I remember that TV episode. And I remember that TV episode and that TV episode where humans hunt humans (laughs) and plot. (laughs) So let's do a quick plot summary, and then we'll just kind of jump into some discussion and say, what did we pull from this one? So on a yacht bound for Rio de Janeiro, two passengers discuss big game hunting. Do the prey they hunt possess the capability to be fearful? Rainsford is sure the world consists of two types of people, preys and predators. And that night, Rainsford goes to smoke and hears a gunshot in the distance. He goes to investigate and bloop, falls overboard and falls into <laughs> the water and swims to the nearby All great island. hunters do that, you know. That's... <laughs> I was like, is this really the plot (laughs) as the ship sails on? But I guess, you know, 1924, Um, he finds a spot where an animal was being hunted, follows the footprints back to the compound where he's greeted by a large man who doesn't respond or speak. However, another man soon appears from inside and he introduces himself as General Zaroff and invites Rainsford inside. There's a dialogue that is basically a long lead up to, is it moral to hunt? (laughs) And what is the most dangerous thing to hunt? As they compare their notes. Uh, Leading to the reveal that Zaroff is indeed importing a very dangerous animal. Humans. Ooh, spoilers. (laughs) He lets them loose for three days. If they survive, he allows them to go free. If they don't survive, he lets them stay dead. I guess. (laughs) I love how you worded that. That that makes me chuckle. Uh. Uh, So Rainsford has to run and he builds traps and sets ways to foil Zeroff, eventually killing Ivan, Yvonne, and eventually Rainsford escapes into the water. Ah, darn it, Zaroff thinks as he (laughs) heads back to the compound, only to return and find Rainsford in wait for him. The two face off. Weird fade to black moment. And then suddenly we come back to Rainsford later reports that he's never slept on a more comfortable bed. <laughs> and you think it's going to be one of those, well, who won type, you know, oh, it's going to fade to black and you get to determine how you think the story ended. And then they give you a pretty definitive clue to how it ended. Oh, do they? Well, we got to talk about what that last line meant then, kind sir. OK, Um, let's start with the title. Probably the most apt place to start. The most dangerous 
game. Probably a couple different ways to take that, right? Yeah, I took it the hunting way, like game. When you go hunting for animals, they're called game. That's, that's I think, the for me as a person that used to hunt when I was younger, the literal interpretation of the word. How did you take it? So the idea of like the most dangerous game being the most dangerous thing you're hunting? The most dangerous thing you can hunt, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's also the let's play a game called like Russian roulette that's very dangerous, right? Let's play a very dangerous game together, which is kind of what it is when it means you're taking on someone with the same skills and threat that you are too, right? Yeah, I guess for me, I thought about Zaroff isn't really giving these people a choice to play the game. So is it, I mean, a game to me, I guess I thought was something that is fun and that people are doing intentionally or willingly and his prey are not doing this willingly. I don't, I don't think anyway. Well, isn't that also true of what it means to actually hunt, right? Like when you hunt deer or when you hunt bear, those aren't signing up to be like, oh, I'm going to play chase, right? But I mean, that's kind <laughs> of, that's kind of nature, Right. Like the idea of the hunt and the hunted, the strong survive that that's the whole backbone to this story. Right. And speaking of backbones to the story, I told you when we met last week that this story was going to pull on potentially a few interesting notes from history. I think you said that you knew a little bit more about Latin America at the time. Uh, were you aware that about big game hunting and the, the you know, Americans heading down to, you know, southern Latin America's, you know, countries to do hunting and such? Yeah, looking for those illegal hunts, big big game hunting, like illegal animals and stuff. Yeah, it turned to Latin America a little bit more accessible than Africa, right? And yeah. <laughs> I think you had, you had a lot of legislation and people talking about conservation at the time and point of time. So it's, it's a topical story for the time that it came out, which is worth notifying of, is this, you know, morally okay to do? And I think Connell spins up a very interesting story to, I think, ask that question. I can see that. I also noticed a couple of little things in the story where he made references to Euro-Asia and this being 1924. It's only been uh, five, six years since the end of World War One, And Ivan, you know, very specific name. Zaroff, very specific name. And he even describes them as Cossacks, which is this very specific, you know, highly militarized group of individuals fighting for the Tsar in World War One. And I think that that is interesting that he even says, oh, I, w I was fleeing the Soviet regime to make it to Ship Trap Island, and then he has to flee in the end for his life. So there, there, I think there are a couple different ways to, to take maybe the, the point of this, the story. Well, and Yvonne was a nowder who was the person who performed torture upon the Tsar's behalf. And what's what do we take from that revolution, right? We had a singular, strong, quote-unquote, ruler at the time who was overthrown to give power to the people, to the prey, almost in a sense. How do we take that in the story, too? When we look at the end with how our main character, Rainsford, the prey, takes power back at the end, even, almost kind of like a mirror of what was happening from like a Soviet regime perspective. Yeah, I feel like there's almost like three parts to the story, right? You have Rainsford boasting his prowess in the beginning, being humbled, and then going through a weird kind of hero's journey. And then the third part of the story of him, you know, getting one up on 
the the Cossacks and and ultimately winning and him being you know thrust to the position of of, of power or uh, becoming the hunter over the prey again. You know, one character that didn't get much screen time here is Whitney. He's kind of the MacGuffin, <laughs> right? He's just there to argue with Rainsford to show ignorance in the beginning. Oh, you know, there's nothing but strong and weak, right? And then by the end, he realizes that strength can come from weakness and that you should be wary of whatever you lord your power over, I think, in a sense. How did you take this whole discussion of Rainsford's maybe attitude in the beginning? And do you think he was a character that changed through the story by the lesson at the end? Oh, for sure. I think that we we see these parallels between uh, him and Zaroff, right? They kind of, I feel like they live the same kind of lives, and Zaroff is just further along in this journey because we, we see Rainsford go through this transformation of hunter, humbled, being the prey, overcoming obstacles, becoming the hunter again, and outsmarting his prey, you know, by basically faking committing suicide by jumping off the cliff, pulling one over on Zaroff, making it back, and 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 in the end, it basically says that he kills him because he gets to sleep in the bed. And for me, I took that as he becomes the next Zaroff. That was going to be he, my next question. Do you think, I was going to say, did you think he would repeat history and just be the next ruler of this country just being the strong, or do you think that he conquered evil and then went back to civilization. So there was no longer no no SARS in trouble. Power went back to the people. You took it as he took power and was now the new czar of, of the island, Ship Trap Island, is what I hear. Yes, that's how I took it. And I know that this was written in 1924, but if you kind of look at history repeating itself, you will see that eventually a dictator, uh, Czar Stalin, comes into power into the USSR. Uh, so if we're kind of modeling it off of that history of, of what uh, Connell is writing here, uh, in, in my interpretation of what could be the point of the story of the issues of, you know, USSR in, in post-World uh, War One, yeah, I, I think that Rainsford does become the villain. Mm. Let me read a quote from you from Zaroff. Life is for the strong, to be lived by the strong, and if needs be, taken by the strong. The weak of the world were put here to give the strong pleasure. Now, when we think about this, one of the contexts in which we think about it, particularly if we're going to bring Russia into this picture, has to be nihilism, right? With Nietzsche and the will to power. The idea that what man craves is dominance over something, right? There's like the master mentality and then there's kind of the slave mentality. The master mentality is where you're deciding what's morally right or wrong, right? And the slave mentality, and again, it's not perfectly defined, nor do I necessarily say that I've perfectly understood it, but the slave mentality is you take on the morals of what other people tell you is kind of good good and wrong in a sense, is, is kind of how I've understood it. But let's focus on that master mentality. If you are the strong, you determine what's right or wrong according to Nietzsche, right? So if you're strong and you hunt other creatures and you defeat them, you get to do the history where lesson of uh, the victors get to rewrite history. And you get to say it was right because I was strong enough to kill this prey. It was the right thing to do. And here, I think this is kind of to your point, the point of the story. Along comes Rainsford, who's thought to be weak, but proves that he's stronger. Right? He outsmarts the dog. 
named was it named Lazarus? That was kind of interesting. Like a oh yeah, in, interesting religious. A few little religious, religious nods there, yeah. Yeah, like because because you had that he was hunted for three days, which is there was three days between Christ's death and Christ's rebirth. Uh, Lazarus, oh, the rebirth Rainsford. Okay, yeah, yeah, or literally, literally being reborn, a person reborn. So he kills rising Lazarus. from the water. Yeah, okay, I didn't think of Boom. that. A lot of religious symbols. So he kills Lazarus. He kills Ivan, the AKA the previous regime's uh, torture instruments. Defeats the game and kills the Czar, Zaroff. Right. So now, from a master mentality that Nietzsche would say is, he gets to determine what's right or wrong. So I don't think we know whether he is going to rule this island or go back to society now having learned his lesson. But he gets to decide and is the power that the new master that gets to make that decision, which is what I think is the most interesting part about this piece. I would agree with that. I I think the game, though, fundamentally changed Rainsford's view on life about what it means to be hunted and what it means to be the hunter and what it means to be a person and maybe have compassion. But I feel like he he could have left. He, he could have left, right? He he didn't have to go back and kill Zaroff, and he does. And with that, he is replacing him in a way. Whether he continues the game or not, we don't know. Uh, I kind of feel like he would, and I think that he would change the rules because he is the rewriter of history. I feel like he would be like, all right, we're still going to play this game because now I'm kind of got a taste for it, but everybody get weapons instead of just, you know, you know, me having the weapons and having a, a, a clear advantage. I'm going to make sure mm-hmm. it's a playing field that is, that is fair. So I think that he is changed, but I think he would actually change the rules of the game too. So I, th- okay. I think, I think both things come out changed. Okay. Okay. We don't know. We need the most dangerous game part two <laughs> to, to find out how this you know story proceeds. But if you enjoyed today's conversation, make sure you hit that subscribe button. We're going to leave a playlist down below of other Richard Connell talks as well as maybe a playlist to something else you may enjoy us talking about. If that sounds like something you're interested in, make sure you hit that subscribe button to join us. Una out. And I remember the name of the movie now. Surviving the Game with Ice-T came out in the mid-90s, was Humans Hunting Humans, and I loved that movie. It was so good, and it's a complete rip-off without all the good character development of this story, and I just remembered that. Peace.